Welcome back to Ah! And uh, today there's um, Sandy. Hello. Camille. Howdy. And another special guest, Omar. Hello. Yeah. Um, sorry for that intro, but Camille's been talking about yeast and bread and period food, whatever that well, means, you, you can't for the past push... 20 minutes. You can't put this all on me. Omar was part of this conversation. <laughs> fair, fair. But I didn't get bored from Omar. <laughs> what can I say? It was interesting. Yeah, it was. Yeast. <laughs> Yeast. It, w- it was one of the topics. Is is uh, the What was number five? Is that even uh, relevant anymore? Or is that another yeast topic? Uh, well, number five, I didn't want to tell on the podcast, but... What? Clean, clean your dishes. Uh... Uh, that goes without saying. Now you got yes. to expand upon that because, yeah, that goes a little <laughs> bit beyond just regular cleaning dishes. So, I, y'all remember how I used to live in a dorm, right? Yeah, yeah. Before yes. we had to go home and all that jazz. Yeah. So, I had a Keurig, but the and I had a coffee mug and all the, the fancy jazz. The problem with that is, I didn't really have a sink. So. Like, to get water in the Keurig, I use water bottles. And if I wanted to wash something, I either went onto the communal bathroom on our floor, or I had to walk all the way downstairs to uh, get to the communal kitchen there. Hmm. But that was too much of a hassle. Since I wasn't cooking anything, I just used water. I would just make coffee, drink it, rinse it out, and then just, like, wipe it clean. Oh, jeez. Okay. And one time, uh, I was running late. So I finished my coffee and I just left it. I wiped it, but I didn't like do anything else with it. But then from there on, I didn't make anything out of it. So when I went to go grab the coffee mug again and looked inside, I had a yeast culture form. That's impressive. I know. A little science experiment. Yeah. So I poured hot. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, you you poured your cup and you moved on with your day. You poured hot coffee in there. You let it sit, and I came back. There was coffee cake. I had, That's not how it works. <laughs> do not do that. I had. I had. I just leave it in the sun for a bit. <laughs> I just realized I have a question related to this that I never realized that I've wanted to ask for a long time until now. But is it okay to drink old coffee, like day days old coffee in? All right, I should give more context. That's disgusting. Um, okay, well, it, obviously, if it's a if it's a mug of coffee that you put like cream and sugar in, you don't eat it because it has cream in it. But it, if like I have a the I have a French press at my house. Like the way we make coffee yeah. is you yeah you put the yeah. grounds in and hot water. I'm drinking this coffee, French press yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I love the French press. Um, but um, the hell was I gonna say? Oh, uh, sometimes like I'll make a full pot. At the point that I wake up, which is like now because of this pandemic, it's been like noon or later. And yeah. uh, um, and so when I wake up, it, like it's morning for me and I make myself a full French press of coffee, not knowing that everyone else has already drank coffee and I should have just made like half or maybe just like one serving worth. And so then it, it lingers for a day and then sometimes it's still there the next day. And I drink it because it's like it's still it's coffee. It's fine. Does, doesn't it taste more sour or sour, my bad? It, well, it definitely does have a distinct taste, but like, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm sometimes like put off by just like coffee that's too acidic or coffee that's like 
I don't know. It doesn't take a Too lot. Weapon? No, I mean, coffee is supposed to be bitter, but, like... I, I mean, yeah, actually, like, yeah, if you ground the beans too much and stuff like that, and your your grounds are too fine, then it'll be too bitter, and then, yeah, like, I can tell that, but, like, the difference in taste between days-old coffee and fresh coffee is definitely different, but it's not bad. But well, is it bad for me? That, I, uh, fe- um, I think you should be fine, but yeah. I feel like there's a limit. I, I think the the Dude, most I've ever gone is an entire weekend. Like made a cup of coffee on oh, Friday. I, I heard oh, week. I no, heard no week. sorry, weekend, <laughs> weekend, like, weekend. <laughs> I cut off at the worst po- uh, possible moment. No, yeah, like make coffee on Friday. Have that same or have a cup from that same pot on Monday. Well, because coffee beans, they still have like a type of sugar in them. I think, uh-huh. or something that could be converted into sugar. Oh. Just some, not for like humans to eat and enjoy, but for like bacteria and stuff. Sure, sure. So eventually, more and more bacteria will form, especially if it's been like cooled down. Oh, but I don't know. We'll have to like look that up because coffee, for all I know, could have like antibacterial properties. Probably, Maybe. it would also depend like where is it being stored? Because uh, in the so... French press on the counter. <laughs> So like, <laughs> I uh, I'll sometimes do the same thing, uh, not intentionally, but I'll like make a pot of coffee and not everyone grabs some, so it's still there the next morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it doesn't usually ever last any more than that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Man, I'm an addict. I always make more. But so. I have seen yeah. where if stays there for like a day but it was in a place like the basement mm. uh, it, it does actually end up just growing mold mm. a fine guess... film of mold I guess it depends yeah so if you do it in the basement where like you could have like more cultures there then obviously it's gonna go worse but like a clean countertop where people are always bustling by you could have like small forms of yeast growing but like you probably don't even notice it and you drink it and you know it's not enough to kill you at worst you might get like the stomach flu or something where you have to suffer but... true yeah yeah i get some food poisoning i definitely do I... get like well not like i don't get sick but like i think honestly any amount of coffee upsets my stomach a tiny bit yeah i, um, I get that too. do you have to like immediately go to the bathroom sometimes it's like well I I have a feeling that that is like all placebo because well not maybe not all but like there are moments where I can have like I'll I'll be drinking coffee throughout like the entire day like I'll have a cup at my house and then I'll get one like on campus or something at school and then I'll grab one just before going home and then I'll I I won't have to I won't have to use the bathroom the entire day but then there's moments where it's like if I'm consciously thinking about the fact that coffee has or makes me have to go to the bathroom, I take a sip and immediately I have to go to the bathroom. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about because that. Because coffee but... is a laxative, but I it feel is. like I noticed that whenever I drink coffee on an empty stomach, mm-hmm. it affects me more than when I have a full stomach. We barely got Felipe scot free after his case. <laughs> we can't be. <laughs> but uh, but 
Oh, we should have we should have said that as like an obligatory warning at the start. I put it as a text warning at the start of the last episode, but yeah, because we're all in quarantine and Chicago is now in a twenty-four. Well, I'll, I'll wait until I address that. I mean, um, because we're now in a twenty-four-seven lockdown in Chicago, and you're not supposed to be you're not supposed to go outside. Uh, okay, I got you. Um, we're not supposed to go outside at all, or or else like I think you're questioned by the CPD, and if you don't have a valid reason. It, you could be arrested or i think that's been there yeah. forever like since we started this quarantine has it yeah. no, I don't, uh, they I didn't don't... give up the official uh i remember receiving the... uh warning until uh recently yeah i, I haven't received the warning and it hasn't been on the news anywhere i've been looking that's also <sighs> at least in the way that um it's been worded in that the police will stop you yeah and... yeah will like give you uh, a warning or even arrest you whereas before it was more of like generally you know just stay in your home okay that's like general advice yeah yeah that that was what it seemed like to me but sandy's right in that like it i'm confused as hell too because i I got the warning on my phone like do you know how like when there's like an emergency alert amber alert you get like yeah like for an amber alert or something you everybody gets a little pop-up on their phone that's like Mm -hmm. emergency alert or amber alert or anything like that and then it tells you yeah yeah it makes your phone phone vibrate like crazy um i got that yesterday at like sometime in between the afternoon and the evening like late afternoon early evening um probably like you know, like three to five. And it basically was like, it, it sounded like the most strict um, lockdown we've gotten where it was like, stay inside. This is a 24 seven stay at home lockdown. Um, if you're outside without like a reasonable uh, excuse, you'll be, I think, let off with a warning the first time. And then uh, you could be arrested the second uh-huh. time. Um, I, th- I, I remember when uh, Lori Lightfoot, our mayor, um, for those not in Chicago, uh, Lori Lightfoot, she said like, or b- back when she said that it, w- it was just a, uh, like, like you said, Omar, like, a, a, we advise you to stay home. Um, yeah. They still, I remember, uh, we were still allowed to go to the store. You were still allowed to go to essential trips. Like, so like, you can still go to the store. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, um, um. It, it was you could still go to think like all stores were like open like you could if even if you didn't need it you could still just go to the store for anything um they just advised that you stay away from like uh People. big groups of strangers and then obviously keep social distancing and stuff but now it seems yeah. like it's like unless you're going to the store to stock up for the next like couple days like please just stay at home and then also please do that stocking up thing so that you don't have to go outside as much um, uh-huh. Or else, but you could, I'm on Animal Cross. You could be arrested. That that would probably be a non-essential reason, and you would probably no, no. Do. It's the one essential thing. <laughs> yeah, the, that's what do you think GameStop was open this whole time? <laughs> it's the only essential. <laughs> I don't have a Switch, but uh, can't you get like? Can't you get that uh, through yeah, digital you, download? Yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> Where's it the thrill? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be as funny as that you said. No, but like, there's got to be a challenge to it somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's it's not the des- it's not the destination. It's the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be chased no, by the police to go get my uh, Animal Crossing fix. 
Yeah, they're gonna charge me with the debt I have in real life before Tom Nook can. <laughs> Tom Nook. <laughs> oh, but uh, is sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. These alerts that you guys have been getting on my phone, which I didn't get that one. I only got. Oh, like... sorry. That was the whole point of what I was saying. I got it. Yeah. No one else in my family did, and Sandy never got it. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. Okay. I... What the fuck? Omar, did you? I... I got a different one. Yeah. Uh, though the same thing uh, kind of happened to me, where like it was just me and my uh sister that got it right. whereas like my parents and eldest sister yeah. didn't okay um, okay i'm not crazy then <laughs> yeah no i got one this morning saying like all like healthcare workers who can't please come oh and yeah. register to work i got that too but the one you're talking about kind of reminds me of one of those like horror story uh <laughs> like what? Fake, fake alerts where it's just like uh this is like the not a drill. Please lock all your doors and windows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do not look outside. Do not let anyone in. Uh, even if they talk, do not respond. Do it did not sound. Just, it did sound very like purge like. Uh, uh, do, not, do not look in the mirrors. Uh, do not look one of those. Not, it was the ones where it was just like some creepy aliens or some stuff. Ew. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. Um. Yeah. Oh damn it! Now I'm just going uh, off topic, but um. Uh, a while ago, I went into this, like, whole, uh, not really a rabbit hole, but, like, binge of um, fake uh, emergency service uh, announcements. That's what? my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, like, um... Beep! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you, you get, like, the... So, you get, like, the usual stuff, like, uh, end of the world and stuff, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Some of them sound pretty convincing, oh. and like I, 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 I get like an unsettling feeling from it. Do you mean like? Yeah. Uh, do you mean like you fell down a rabbit hole of uh, like people talking about the phenomenon of fake um, alerts no, no, or, no, no, or no. No, he like, was like real fake ones? Like, yeah, like, like real fake ones that happened, or not real fake ones, but you know, like fake emergency alerts that actually happened. No, no. I mean, like, um, uh, you just watched like, like a fan, like a fan creation. Like someone would make one for like a, a zombie apocalypse, and it, <gasps> and it would be like, oh, uh, oh. the dead are rising and stay indoors. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Okay. That, your uncle is dead. Please do not. <laughs> he does not have money for you. So one of them was of um, <laughs> the, the the story is pretty funny, but uh. That I think it was NASA or in uh, in CERN that uh, they were uh, messing around with uh, uh, one of those particle colliders, hmm. and they accidentally uh, created uh, a black hole Jesus. that is getting increasingly larger, and then uh, that's where the um, the emergency service announcement starts. Oh god. And, and yeah, and so it's like this whole, um, I guess, story, and mm -hmm. it comes up with like uh, after each one, it's like uh, like hours later, and it starts where like um, they they've uh, created uh, this uh, black hole and are looking to stop it. Like uh, then, some hours later, it's um, it's gotten out of the control. The entire facility is gone, oh, no. and now the surrounding um uh 
uh, cities are being sucked in. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hours later, it's become uh, a worldwide threat. That's pretty and cool. It's now pr- like pretty much like going to end the world. Jesus. Are these like um? Are well, if you can find them, can you link them to me after uh, we're done so that I can yeah like link them in in the description. But also like, are these like uh? Have you ever wait first we before we move on too much? <laughs> I want to. Sandy sent a meme in the Discord. That she wanted. But, um... Sandy, do you want to address the meme that was in the Discord? <laughs> She's too busy playing Animal Crossing. Ah, ah. Um, or she has someone talking to her. Oh, but, probably, uh, probably. Whatever, I'll, I'll cool. throw it up, but yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine living in that scenario, though? Oh, I, I, th- I think that all, all, all the time whenever uh, I watch stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like... You're with... Say we were all hanging out, right? We yeah. all went to go get pizza... And we got the alert, and we're like, oh, let's just go chill at Omar's house, you know? Sure, and we're yeah. watching it, it's just like, geez, this is kind of scary. And then it's just like, oh, they're trying to stop it. And, like, you know it was that guy where at first it was like, oh, dude, we created a black hole. All right, dude, stop it. <laughs> I'll get on it. <laughs> Did you stop it yet? No, not yet. I'm Give it a minute. I'm right. taking pictures. <laughs> are, are we – is this – can you stop it? Like, yeah, yeah, probably, dude. Uh Dude, stop it. I'm trying. <laughs> I've, that's honestly how I feel right now during the pandemic. Like, yeah. or at least that was how I felt when we were getting those updates about the pandemic getting worse and worse and worse. Like yeah. it, it, and I think I would be the, I think I would react the same way in a situation like that where it's like, it, I'm, I'm cautious, but I'm also like sort of flippant to what's going on where it's like, because what are you, what are you able to do? Like, I, th- yeah. I think it's because it, it's also like helpless. Yeah, and it also doesn't really feel real just yet. Where yeah. it's like it, it yeah. it's like I I acknowledge that the entire world and also like my aunt is a uh, she's a nurse at a hospital like right by and it's it well, I I saw her um a couple months ago back when the panda before the it was declared a pandemic and it was just a virus that was getting out of hand. Um, she had she was talking about like. The, the what's going on at the hospital and how like they had to close off like the entire third floor because there was a patient that was uh confirmed to have coronavirus in their hospital and stuff like that and uh by the way the first four cases of coronavirus in the state of illinois were all in my county and uh i think three or two of them were at that hospital uh and so like even then when it's like that should have been an immediate like I should stay home and I should not be like, or maybe it's, it's not serious for the world yet, but it's kind of serious for me right now. Um, I didn't really pay attention and I don't know. I, I've been feeling this big sense of like, I'm concerned, but I'm also sort of disassociated. Yeah. It's I kind of, feel you. Yeah. It's um, kind of, go ahead. Omar. So I still remember what before all of this, um, where it was just talks of a mysterious uh, illness spreading mm-hmm. around uh, in, uh, the countryside in China. <laughs> and funny enough, I I think where was I? I think I was I, I was on Kotaku actually. <laughs> <laughs> of, of all places, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and after that, 
uh, it came out with the whole incidents in Wuhan, and uh, they officially gave it the name coronavirus. Mm. COVID nineteen. Yeah, it was spreading. But it, even then, we were all everyone was still joking and memeing about it. Like mm. uh, people, people uh, still are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like when it was actually thought to be a joke. Wow. Yeah, people yeah. people were making jokes how like uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, it, it started in China and, uh, you know, that Chinese quality. So it's it's not going to last. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I remember. On. No, no I, 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 remember, I remember the exact like memes that he's talking about, where it's like everyone treated it like a joke because it felt like a joke at the time. But now it's like, oh, God, like uh, hospitals in New York are ordering 30. Or was, I don't know if it was 30 or 30,000 uh, respirators because they don't have enough. Or respirators or ventilators? I think it was respirators um, because they, they didn't have enough to care for their patients. And our president is basically saying, you have enough already. And it's like, oh, people are dying really fast. Now it's He's kind like, of, now well, it's you're, real. You're going to have enough when they die out, says the president. Oh, <laughs> That's basically what he's saying. No, no, we're not going to... I'm not going to get in the... Po- I did... Yeah. yeah. I don't, That's I don't... a slippery slope and everyone else does it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did have a... Uh, I... Uh, prior to to the podcast I, w- I was wondering how to phrase it in a way that wasn't political even though i did have like a semi-political topic but it's more so it's it's more so concerning um different mentalities around the coronavirus than political like stuff so all right i'll, t- I'll try to skirt around this but uh it, it was it was a uh, for, for context it was a a uh very right-leaning republican radio show host that i I saw this clip from, but he was basically, you know how the economy is crashing because of, and the stock or the stock market crashed, and now the economy's kind of tanking because yes. of nobody's working and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. The the talk show host guy was talking about how that is like far more detrimental to the country or, or like the world or whatever than the actual coronavirus itself, and went as far as to say like the like upwards of hundreds hundreds of thousands of people that are going to die in the U.S. is a worthy sacrifice if everyone can go go back to work and like save the economy because the the mentality was kind of like um the economy is is more i guess uh, w- uh worth saving or something than the people existing right now or, or i don't i don't want to paint the guy as like a, a some sort of like thanos where he was like I'm willing to sacrifice all of these people for my plan. I don't think it was a phrase exactly like that, but uh, it, it was definitely like a a like people are going to die, and we just kind of need to get over it so that we can protect um, the future of the world. And uh, the 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 main like contradiction in that is that when all of these people die, it's going to cause an even bigger economic problem and yeah. I, the way that I, I i was talking about this with the uh, sandy where it was like he's talking about saving the world from a great depression by causing a greater depression uh-huh. and i like i i i don't know it, it like without getting political and calling the guy a goddamn idiot um <laughs> it's 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 not just that his logic of like sacrificing all these people to save the economy is contradictory to like my logic and my beliefs but his own beliefs are that like we need to save the economy and all this other stuff and if you let all these people die you're gonna hurt the economy even worse 
and you're just gonna make it even worse than it could potentially get and so the one thing that always get me people are crazy gets me yeah when people like agree with that type of logic is like yeah that makes sense we'll kill off a few people and then <laughs> it's a better economy but like i don't feel like they understand that they very well could be the people yeah yeah it's i think like, yeah, I... we're not talking about any other grandparents we're talking about your grandparents we're not talking about anyone else but you uh, That's why I recommend in these trying times to sit home to pay for Roll20, our new sponsor. Roll20 is a great tabletop. Uh, stop. We're never, gonna, we're never going to get sponsored because we keep giving away free like sponsorships. I, I don't know if I want to get sponsored by Roll20. They, they had an uh, information breach not too long ago. Every Aww. place had an information breach. Breach. Target, what? Amazon. <laughs> what are, it's happening. Roll20 is the D&D website that... Is it just information on D&D? You can... No, you can create, like, a whole campaign on different things. Whoa. And, like, yeah. you can have, like, a map on there and visually show what everything's going on. I yeah, feel I like... I was kind of they interested... They have their own in, app, I think? Yeah. I, was, I felt like we should try doing that for our campaign. You do have to pay for it. I think one person does for like the campaign. You should reference what you're talking about when you say our campaign. Oh, uh, our campaign, known as. No, okay. Uh, Hang on. L- uh, l- let me help you out. <laughs> We're not. W- bio- bio- l- l- give me a second. Biology <laughs> class is not doing D and T for for yet. for con. Yeah. Ma- maybe yet. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um. But uh, o- Omar is. You, y'all seen Critical Role? Critical. Yeah, that role? wasn't us. <laughs> 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 uh, go, go watch them. We've yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> good for it. Um, uh, uh, he's he's referencing D and D that we've played with Omar, who was our game master the in the couple times that we've played, um, which was a lot of fucking fun. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Uh, we've done it with three campaigns. Yo. All of them never completed, which kind of sucks. <laughs> Omar works hard to get these amazing stories out. Don't worry, and guys. Then... I ruined the first one. <laughs> That, oh yeah can we talk about that <laughs> absolutely that was hilarious i so uh, for, first of all um i think you you got into beginning. you got into D uh through critical role me yeah or how did you get no, into it i get into it through omar oh oh i i i first got into uh D because um i think we already addressed this in the last episode camille but i watch a lot of rooster teeth like yes, Rooster Teeth Achievement too. Hunter, and then now all of their like little extensions things. The Funhouse basically fell apart, but I used to watch them. Um, oh. All those guys, uh, and uh, uh, Rooster Teeth did a D and D thing. Oh my God, what is it called? Heroes and Halfwits. Um, they had a D and D show called Heroes and Halfwits that like I was sort of familiar with D and D because um, I think Omar actually. <laughs> I think because you're a <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> I I was. No. I oh no 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 um um ah oh, god damn it did Stranger Things come out before Heroes and Halfwits? Because I remember either one of those two was like what made me interested in it. Just say both. Probably both. I mean, I want to give the credit to uh, yes, Omar. We oh, do censor oh, swears. Um, yeah, but if if you do it where everyone's quiet, no, and like everyone's focused on you, you can get away with saying fuck. Okay. <laughs> I I wanted I want to give the credit to Rooster Teeth for getting me into it because I love them, but uh, oh. yeah, they, they had this Heroes and Halfwits thing, and 
maybe you could go check it out and maybe that's something that we want to do i don't know that's something that's like way far down the pipeline that we can't do for a long time because well yeah you're right I, like i mean because i would want to do it in the style of heroes and halfwits where it's like we actually are able to sit down and play it because i've never played i've only played with like everybody there in real life um twice i think and it was like, oh, yeah. wasn't it? It was the f- very first session. The very, of, of the the very fir- first session. It was the very first Which, session of the very first campaign. And then it was also the very first session of the second campaign. Was the no, only... it was the second session of the first campaign. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, was, was it? Here for that, for the second yeah. one. Yeah. And you weren't even, we like, it, <laughs> the first one, <laughs> yeah, the, the first one we had at Omar's house. Um, and it was, it was, it was like. It was like classic D and D setup. It was like in his basement. We got like pizza and stuff. Um, we played for a few hours, and then it was like, yeah, we're gonna do this every week, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then the next week we had. I wasn't wait, wait to be uh, to give context. I hadn't hadn't joined the campaign yet. Oh right. I was joining up. I was behind because I had to do something first. But yeah. then the next session, <laughs> I joined in. And this is where we all sat down. I was super excited. Omar couldn't join. So it was like having a conference call with like someone out of state. Yeah, we had him we had him on someone's phone, like in the middle of the table. We all sent him our character sheets, except for Ethan, who printed out He printed his uh, out, yeah. (laughs) Which doesn't like to, to people who are into D&D, I know that doesn't sound like a joke, like, oh, he printed his D uh, D&D sheet out, or his character sheet out, but it was like a, it was meant to be edited in, like, a Google Doc format. Yeah. Like, it, there was, it, if you're thinking of a physical character sheet that you can erase and that is, like, a blank character sheet that you write in pencil that you can edit later, that's not what it was. It was a printed out version of his character sheet that he couldn't alter. Because it was all like in ink, he printed it plus, out. Plus, he printed out like fourteen pages of backstory. <laughs> it's good backstory. Though. Mean, like, it was a like, good backstory. Tops Each page was a different backstory. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't want to. Like, you want to talk about shite? You want to talk about shite backstory? You talk about my character. <laughs> Uh, well with this this since this was our first session yeah, yeah. Uh, we were all a little off like my backstory i made it super small yeah and all that but it had like one key thing red your character had like a unique weakness and mm-hmm. backstory yeah. so like you couldn't basically it was was it ho- more homebrew if anything or kind of it was based it was all homebrew no it was okay. based it was based in a construct from D four fourth edition i think fourth or, or 3.5 i don't remember but uh it we're w- playing 5e weapon i mean no okay. like it, it you can translate constructs from different variations it's just the oh, the play okay. style we were playing and like i mean most races and stuff carry over from the first edition but mm-hmm. like you know the, you you alter the play style to make it I don't know. I, I I don't know too much about D&D, to be honest, so I, I don't know how... Yeah, we're, we're probably, like, breaking some rules here and there. Oh, and, and well, yeah. Like... That's the thing. It's all about having fun. You talk with your gu- gun master? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gun master. <laughs> uh, but no, you listen to your... Uh, you talk with your dungeon master, and you guys come together on what you guys want to do, what rules, and that's the only way to play D&D, not... 
not doing it where it's just like one person has it this way and so everyone else has to follow yeah it's yeah. more like understanding what this campaign's gonna be yeah like what the dungeon master wants to do and then hopefully he will listen to what you guys want to do and you guys can come to a compromise or just listen to the dungeon master because you know he's the only one who's gonna come up with anything what True. he's gonna leave what are you gonna do make your own campaign yeah we've been trying to do that for years <laughs> <laughs> i've been trying yeah i've been trying to, to to dm a campaign i just haven't been able to um yours has actually been like in the works for like half a year dude yeah well i mean it's it's scary i i I, let me look at my my i think right now i have a folder open i have a completed map that has i have a completed map complete with um the country the provinces and the towns with details about them and then i've got how many npcs one two three four five six seven eight nine npcs Including at least the first, up to the first, like, big villain guy. So. Oh, nice. Most so we of can it. Do what? Quick run through. What's up? In, it, like, that, that's what we're, we're planning on doing. What, uh, what Camille was referencing when he said our campaign is Omar's going to start another, uh, pocket campaign that's probably Ooh. just going to be like a couple of sessions. And, uh, <laughs> I was potentially going to do the next pocket campaign after that. Um, because it, it, uh, being a game master seems like fun and the way that Omar does it is really cool. And so I want to try to do that. Oh, yeah, me too. I wanted to do like pocket campaigns, not where I created something, but like I take someone else's like template campaign and then try improving on the spot. Yeah. Just to practice being a game master. Because one thing about being a dungeon master I heard is that you need to be really good at improv. Oh yeah, definitely. Yo, <laughs> because which I am not at all. <laughs> ah, we'll give you hence all of the, the like silly mishaps that happen in uh, the, the last three campaigns. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, before we get onto those mishaps, I want to talk about the second session because this one was iconic. <laughs> this one we were all ready to play, and I'll give I'll let Red start off because what? technically I'm not. We're gonna talk about how I wasn't able to play the second session. I don't think that the the big no the big fight ended the campaign. I don't think. That yeah, the... no, no, no. I'm not talking about the big fight. I'm talking about the second session, where second I was session. not able. I mean, I, that's your story. I don't really know how much or like. I don't remember the context from the first session. Oh, okay. So, um, you you just I don't remember what your reason was for not being in the first session. You just like had something to do, right? I went, to, I went home to okay you, you had something to do and uh, right. he wasn't in the he wasn't in the first session <laughs> and we had gotten up to a point where we were going to go into a town and so i'm sure that there was going to be some way that he was going to be his character was going to be introduced to the party but uh instead what happened was we went on during like oh how how long did we play in the second three session? Three hours. It was three hours for three for three real life hours. We uh, we <laughs> we went on a little incursion through a forest. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it that. To, I wouldn't. We went. <laughs> we were trying to get. We it wasn't even like we were going to meet him in the town because didn't we we met you at a river near the town didn't we yes yeah we we hadn't even gotten into the fucking town yet we we were just like making our way through it was a forest right 
Yeah. It, we, yeah, we're trying to make we're trying to make our way to the town and it uh took us three three real life hours. Um I I think my character was pretty like uh reserved at that point because my character was a racist and uh cuz I wanted to be like um Gus's character from Heroes and Halfwits. For context, he was a lizard man. Yeah, I was a lizard pe- oh, okay. I was yeah. a I think what, what is it called? It was a snake person. It wasn't a lizard. You want to? Wan Wan T. I'll figure out how to spell it and I'll show a picture right now. But Wan uh, T. Is it with a J or is it with a? <laughs> no, it's a Y. Oh, it's a Y. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it's, yeah, it's like a snake person, and I looked it was a little, a little bit. Little slippery snake. By the way, at that point, I don't believe that it was a playable race. So. And right off the bat, my character needed some homebrew, and so it was a lot. There was a, there was a I lot. I think of, it uh, is playable, but it was you needed to buy one of the branching books. Oh, I don't care. We yeah, yeah no, we played with you know online resources. We support. And stuff. I, I, I think I think you ended up finding um, an already made uh, homebrew uh, uh, list of. Uh... Of, of like stats, stats for the uh, oh. the UNT. Yes, you're right. You're right because the the UNT were a monster race, yeah. and so they were set at a certain level, and they were like, they had all of these abilities that were strong and stuff like that. But then someone had made a template for a UNT, not not okay, it, not a. Uh, I don't was rem- that bagel? No, that was uh, my dog Bean. Um, oh my bad. <laughs> uh, he sounds like a big boy. He's yeah, and he's really tiny. Um, oh. I, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, I was the I was the type of wanty that was not human in any shape or form. I was like pure snake, and uh, the, yeah, with that came a lot of complications. Came a lot of complications. So, you're probably wondering why I wasn't introduced into this session. <laughs> so. The way it was supposed to happen was the party just finished, like, fighting some goblins at, like, I'm going to call it a graveyard <laughs> where there was wagons. It was a field. Was... It wasn't a graveyard. Don't make it cool. It was a field. A field with, like, some wa- abandoned wagons. No, that... it was the wagon that we rode to enter the fucking campaign. Got that. Oh. Okay, okay. We're going, like, so far back. Uh, the introduction was that you guys were um, on a setting on a pilgrimage, starting <laughs> from a, a tavern. Right. You, you guys were making a pilgrimage to uh, another city. Yeah. Uh, across the other end of the country, because uh, you know, like th- that was like America for you guys. And uh, all- along the way, uh, the wagons get raided by a. Uh, gang of orcs. Yes. Oh, so I remember. So what, what happened when you guys fought off, and apparently someone thought there was like survivors with the wagons, but there wasn't. <laughs> so you guys fought off, and then you guys went to go set up a campsite in the forest, and that was the first session. <laughs> oh my god, you're right, yeah. So when the camp... This is how I saw it. You guys woke up, Took three hours to roleplay 15 minutes <laughs> of conversation because Ethan wanted to go back to the wagons to see if there's any survivors. That's true. That's true. And everyone else wanted to go back 
not go back, but go forward so that I could be introduced. We fought and then memed for three hours. At some point, I took a nap for an hour. You did. Camille got so... Camille was out for so... His character was not there for so long that real-life Camille took a nap for an hour. I woke up. You guys still haven't done it. No, no, we're still in the forest. It's still... It's like the hyperbolic time chamber. You guys went in for 15 minutes, came back. It's been three hours. It's been three hours, yeah. And after all that, the session ends because it was already night. And we had to all go home. Oh, that was Jesus. not great. Oh crap. Uh don't 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 be a what was his character called? Jarlson? Jarlson. Don't I, be a Jarlson. Don't, don't go back. <laughs> wait, wait, are, are, are we not going about the uh, uh the, all, all the misadventures of of Jarlson? No. No. <laughs> he did end like up somewhere that. somewhere in his 14 pages of backstory. He did end up writing a small fiction novel. Of all of the misadventures. <laughs> so my my favorite part. I better read that part. You know, there wasn't there a whole thing about his dad, or was that a different character? Yes, yes. Th- that there was, was several things about his dad. So, about his several dads. Here's the thing about the dads. So, <laughs> here's the thing yeah. about the dads. One of them died. One of them came back. One of them was evil. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Yarson, I feel like. When Ethan was making him, he made him, but he wasn't 100% on how it was made. Mm-hmm. So he added some, like, changes to the backstory. And then there were some things where it was just, like, hidden notes. But it became such a meme that whenever he referenced something in his backstory, that was his dad. That's right. That's <laughs> so right. he wrote a whole story. What it was supposed to be was, like, his dad died in a fire or something. And then he was rescued. <laughs> and then this new guy was, like, a father figure to him raised him to be a fighter and then he went missing and then that was supposed to be the story for him to find his like father figure his stepdad yes okay but the, fu- you're right, the you're funny right. thing about it was that we we had these mini like sessions in between actual sessions which this is what killed the first campaign <laughs> after red did this crazy stuff that <laughs> basically so- if you know what soft locking a video game is <laughs> that, that's what red did. <laughs> basically so at least happened. I died. At least I died. You did? Yeah. No, you didn't die. No, yeah, I did. That Your was the whole. Are still there to this day. No, 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 no. I did die. <laughs> you can only it, it, the whole thing was um um, what was it? it do you do you wanna un do you wanna unpack that? Before we do that, I yeah. Want to finish Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm I had, all over the place with this one. Yeah, we we gotta try to find like a structure. Okay. Me, my character who was named Camellia's Toes. <laughs> Right, right. We're not going into context about that. Absolutely but, not. Continue. So it was me and Jarlson. And Jarlson was like paladin, super religious. We decided to have our own like mini campaign session where we were walking around the forest of town. <laughs> because Red was taking all the fun. So we decided to go do our own thing for a bit. Especially since... We called like, call the mini session Steven and Goliath. That's right. That's right. <laughs> David and Goliath, yeah. Because you were a, like a giant, right? I, I was a furbolg. Furbolg, giant. right. So we went around, then there's this artificial tree that oh. Jarlson thought was oh, his yeah. god. Wait, wait, actually, I, I, I want to introduce that one. Go ahead. Right, you talk about it. Um, so I believe that was after the whole incident in the town that it was night. 
you guys left the town and we're back on the same riverbank that <laughs> they found uh, uh, Camellius. Mm-hmm. And um, so e- Ethan is like was like really into the whole role playing, and uh, he he uh, he wanted a, a description of what he sees off in the horizon. So I give him a description. You know, it's it's the forest, and I already had plans what you guys were going to do, and uh, I was trying to go to you guys with the whole river and stuff. Um, he wasn't satisfied with the forest, <laughs> and I, now that I say this, I'm probably like a really bad DM for that. But um, I made something up on the spot that amongst all of the like dark pine trees of the forest, there was one big uh, oak tree off in the distance, and of course, he wants to go over to the oak tree. The giant tree, <laughs> yep. The, which is funny because he rolled like a perception check or something yeah yeah and then when he got it he was like no that's not good enough <laughs> try it again i don't remember that oh he wanted more and then omar gave him just like oh you want descriptive trees here's a descriptive tree and because <laughs> because it had descriptions it was like well that's that's an important landmark that's true okay okay because i so, that was that was the that was the david and goliath one right that was I was this not was there before, for. It. This was before David and Goliath. This was before Jesus. we went to the town. It was the whole. Uh, it, it was uh, an actual session. The oh. whole gang was there. Oh. Um. I was just introduced. I think. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you guys go down there, uh, much to your dismay, and uh, Jarlson he goes up to. <laughs> he oh, goes I... up to the to the tree. He wants more descriptions of it so yeah. i give him a description it's very tall it's <laughs> it's uh it's notably uh a lot wider and more vibrant than the rest of the trees of the forest he was not satisfied yeah <laughs> so i so i told so so, so I, I told him okay make a uh, uh do a perception check so he does uh i forgot what number he gets but it was a high it was high uh, a rather high number it was like 18 yeah yeah and so okay i tell him uh as you get closer to the oak tree you uh feel a a warm sensation coming from the tree it was almost as if it had a beating heart (laughs) and i really shouldn't have done that because he goes towards the tree puts his hands on it <laughs> and, and he tried to connect with it, right? Because he thought it was yes. like his god or whatever. He, he kneels down. Yeah. And I begins to break to the tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like talking to it. He was like, tell me, tell me what I need to do. Yeah. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> he became a At tree. This point, Omar is Omar is fing with <laughs> I mean, like what I'm, wait I'm, what was the actual like why did you make the tree like warm and wider than the others? Or were you just trying to add descriptive I, I stuff? Was, I was just trying to add. I know terrible, not... terrible DM there, but oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he kept asking for more descriptions of it, so I just went, okay, you know what? Whatever. I'll, I'll maybe I'll make like uh, something special with it. Like uh, there's a fairy living under it or something. Oh, uh, okay. But then was... he like completely throws me off with kneeling down yeah yeah trying to like connect and pray to it yeah because he's forcing it was kind of forcing it to mean something (laughs) that in uh, that that's like 
I've been taking note, like mental notes throughout all of these campaigns. If I do like a pocket campaign after this next one, because like, goddamn, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I just cut you guys off sometimes. That that would be fair, as huh. long as you let us do random dumb stuff, but not enough to derail the campaign. I mean, like we messed around with Ethan way too much for that campaign. You know, understandably so, but it was really. <laughs> It was one of those things where it was like, we are all pretty new to Dungeons and Dragons and just having fun with each other and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Best part about D&D is like making your characters too. And so like when you don't make your character right, you kind of have to just meme it. Yo, yo. So speaking of characters, Omar, what character are you? What character is he? He's the dungeon. What? No, this is him. He gets to decide what character are you? What does that mean? Omar, what is your character? What's happening? Reach into your soul and figure out what's your character. Uh-uh. Sweet. Um, I, I get my own custom image over the last two ones. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Rokujo and Mild Bobby Sauce. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that's what that's Sweet. not where I was going, but fuck it. <laughs> well, where, where, oh, never mind. Continue. <laughs> Is it? Go ahead. If it's said <laughs> on the podcast, I I have to be committed to it. I think that's kind of a rule at this point. Red, so, you have to draw me like the Kool Aid Man. Go f- yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. All you gotta do is paste my face on an empty jug of Kool Aid. <laughs> a jar. Jug. Well, I mean, oh, the, oh. The bases a are jar so of Kool Aid. <laughs> I don't know. What, did you never make Kool Aid before you got pitcher? Pitcher. That's what the thing is called. Jug. Whatever. The, you just say jug. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I heard him say jar. What? What, what do you? What do you want your? What do you want your thing to be? What do you want your face um, to be? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, a common writer. Oh, Ichigo. His name is. Oh God! I gotta look that up. And just to make sure I have the spelling right, common is in common. Uh, K A M E N. What? K E M E. What? Wait. <laughs> oh. That's that's not part of the Kool Aid Cinematic Universe. <laughs> it is now. It Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut is. What in the <laughs> hell is this? Common writer. It's a bug. Yeah. Do you want the yeah. wait? I, I'm looking at a picture of it, it, it's a giant like blue one and then a tiny one sitting on his shoulder. Oh, I'm looking at the same one too. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Which one are you? Uh, uh, the one I have in the Discord chat. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, I I can't tell the difference between the colors. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. Which, I don't know which um, one. Oh well, you know, actually, actually, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Uh, both are uh, the official colors. Interesting. Uh, one red. is just a modern version. Which one's? The... Oh yeah, I forgot because you're colorblind. You can't see the difference between the green and the red. Yeah. I, I, Damn. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, now, now that you say that, uh, you, you can use. I, the I am distinctly reminded of the time that uh, it was school. And oh. I pointed out my uh, my phone's wallpaper, which was um, like all the Red Rangers, <laughs> and, you, and you and you tell me, oh, are those the Red Rangers? And I'm and <laughs> I take this as a joke, and just be like, um, well, no, duh. <laughs> what else would they be? <laughs> and, then I, and then I stop for a second and realize, oh, wait, Red, I'm so sorry. I it was because I recognized the I recognized the um, the 
shape of like some of their helmets and then the different designs and stuff like that. So I, I recognized at least two or three of them as different Red Rangers. And that was what prompted me to ask, are those the Red Rangers? Um, but yeah, yeah, coincidentally, they all were. See, that's the friendship connection. When you hang out with Fred a little bit, like during school, you, you apologize for, you know, about him being colorblind. But when you're close friends, like I am with Fred, you would make fun of him every single day until he stops messaging you. To be fair, I do not care. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sandy told me the truth. You cry at night? I do. Every night. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Um, you're, trying to make, you're trying to make me feel bad, but I'm feeling real good about myself right now. I can make you feel really, really bad, because I could end the podcast right now on this note. Do it! No! <laughs> do it, blind boy! Omar, do you, do you, do you, do you have a, another story, or should I end it by shouting at Camille? No. Um, <laughs> crap. Uh, well. Um... <laughs> Omar, let's let's go back to um, our previous topic of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Fear. Roll roll for initiative. No, no. Let him tell the goddamn story, you prick. (laughs) What were you going to say? Oh, I I wanted to end the the story of uh, Jarlson and the tree. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, okay, we can end on that. Yeah, uh, where we left off was that uh, he, he got down, knelt, and prayed to the tree. And, of course, he wanted even more. Oh. So, I had a... It, it started with a leaf first falling uh, gently onto his head. He picks it up. He takes it as a sign from his god. I remember. Fun fact: trees fall, if leaves fall on your head. It's a sign from God. <laughs> Ask the tree what this sign means, and I, I just about had it at that point. Once again, a bad DM move. Yeah, I had a whole branch fallen. Oh, <laughs> uh, he picks up the branch, inspects it. He has to make another uh, roll for that. And and he reads the literal fine print on the bottom of the branch that says uh, Talia Incorporated. <laughs> and that is the story of the fake tree in the middle of the forest. That this... eventually became an omen of God. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah. Um, That's just like a whole... Uh, we turned a serious typish campaign into like basically a... What are the three the three stooges basically? Yeah, yeah. But the three stooges were me and Roberto, you and uh, you and Ethan, and then um, that was it. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, we mm, no, we're, we're at the hour mark. I was gonna say we could talk about my mishap with almost killing an entire town, but uh, well, we'll have to save that for another episode. Thank okay. you, Omar, fair for joining us today. Yo, been a lot of fun. Uh, this is the first fun. time we got to lead something for you instead of you know you leading something for us. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed being on here. I did. It's fun. Uh, first podcast good. ever. Hey. Yeah. You wouldn't have gotten a paycheck if you didn't. But uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, Omar, you want to do that bit where all YouTubers say at the end of the video so that they pay attention and do the thing? 
Um, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, You've almost there. Uh, vaccinate your children. Wrong <laughs> uh, direction. Spay and neuter your pets. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your wash that your one's hand. semi-important. Wash your hands. And, uh, and uh, hit that bell icon. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect.